We are at the Cleveland Moto <laughs> Sailing Cast. Sailing, take me away to where I'm going. Whatever the next word is. <laughs> I was going to make everybody learn that for the outcast, for the asleep. outro. Outro. <laughs> I always fall asleep by then. <laughs> I can never make it that yeah. far. <clears throat> the first, Christopher Cross comes on, and within like the first verse, you're out. Out like a light. So it's a smaller podcast tonight. Uh, I'm here, and next to me is... Johnny Grome. In the cabin. Steve. Captain. On the poop deck. Captain Steve. Captain, Captain Steve. Steve. <laughs> and on the poop deck. I'm uh, Skipper Dustin. <laughs> Your little buddy. First <laughs> I'm little buddy. Seaman <laughs> first class McElfresh here. He's oh, you got first class. Seaman first class is in the tiller position. Yeah. Wow. So we're on a 25-foot Catalina. It's a fiberglass boat made of high quality. Now, do they make, do they make these in California? <laughs> Uh, I believe so. Catalina. I mean, they still make. Like, they still make. Catalina still makes boats. Yeah. Right. So it seems like is a, this is an older one. It's an this, eighty-two. It's an eighty-two. It All does right. have some upgrades over the original one. Qualifies so. for historical plates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can only take it out for shows. <laughs> hey, wait! It's a Tuesday. You got to yeah. put that back. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's powered by uh, uh, the gasoline because it's a motorcycle podcast. We do have to. We have to announce that there is a Honda. On board. A Honda 5 horsepower. Or should we say outboard? Outboard. No, it's definitely an outboard. Yeah, so there's a Honda 5 horsepower back there for when things get tricky. Now, what did you say the top speed of this vessel? 5.7 knots. 5.7 knots. Not bad. No, and I like to say a br- that's the speed of a brisk walk. <laughs> so that's why I've never been into sailing. Uh, and a lot but of it people. It feels like you're going faster. Really? It feels like you're going six. Yeah, when you said that, <laughs> when you said that you were racing. The second you said you were racing, and I still had the thought going through my head of racing, when your top speed is 5.7, that is not racing. That is literally the speed I travel when I'm falling down and trying to catch my balance again. Well, yeah. see, but the fun part of it, though, is that there are other boats out there, and they're all racing the same way, and they're all crisscrossing back So and I guess forth. the point would be that even in a rascal, a race of rascals, there's still competition. You were worried about crashing into <laughs> right. each other, right. like trying to... You know, get them, you know, drafting. I think they it, fall into your dead air. And oh, stuff. man, like, I'm telling you. The point of sail matters, too, for how fast you actually appear to be going I and mean, how fast you feel you're going. Right. So if you're, well, we were talking about this before, but but when you're beating, which means you're as close to the wind as possible, you're heading towards the wind, but a sailboat can't head directly into the wind. You have to be roughly 45 degrees okay, yeah. off the wind. So that's called beating. And when you're okay. beating... It feels like you're doing 100 miles an hour. Really? Because <laughs> you're, you're only doing against like, the wind. Yeah. So then you could be beating here. Nights. You're beating here, and there's another boat beating here. You're you're coming up on them, yeah. and it's like, well, when are they going to attack or turn turn? And they will maybe just turn right in front of you, and then like, ah, oh, now you've got to either go down, yeah. turn away, or turn into the wind and try to, you know, like usually you have to attack at the same direction and no disc brakes, no disc brakes at all, <laughs> yeah, no drum brakes. It's the it's the exact opposite of everything that I like about movement. Yeah, it's movement without the control factor. Well, have you ever sailed before? No, I've never okay, not sailed so one day in my life. Let me just say. That yeah. everything you think when you hear 5.7 knots and you right. hear like this, yeah. when you're sailing and yeah. it's windy, it, you throw that all out because it is more thrilling than any powerboat will ever be. Wow. There'll be spray coming off the bow and stuff. And it you'll, seems have like this, you're, you'll be at an angle. You'll be at an angle of inclination. Yeah. 
to a point I've been in this boat where that rail yeah. has been in the water. Yeah. So you're sitting on this no. side, that rail's in the water. To me, that just sounds like bad planning. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's just, That it's sounds all, to me like <clears throat> almost crashing. It's torques. It's the torques. It's the torques, man. The torques on the sails. Yeah. And, on the mast, and, oh. and everything's counterweighted by, you have a 2,000-pound keel below you. Okay. And that offsets the oh. force of the wind pushing, trying to push the boat over. The keel's pushing in the opposite direction. So you make it really, upright. really heavy in places to make it This is a giant bobber. Better. Wow. This is a giant bobber. Yeah. Well, We're bobbing, that's for sure. I rode over here on the bobber. Mm. I like it. I saw yeah. it. You see it's, the bobber? That's beautiful. It's a gorgeous motorcycle. That's the new Moto Guzzi V9 bobber. And it is very pretty. It's a very nice bike. And it does, it's got the get up and go all right. Last night we learned that the, the fastest I've had one of those up to so far was I had the roamer out to the Pistons and Pints. And uh, we left Pistons and Pints in a spirited fashion as we normally do. Pissed. Pissed. <laughs> and After Pints. pints. Yeah. And the Roamer, uh, for the first time, yet I've had the Roamer up to 110 miles an hour. There was more left, but it was 110. So it was that passes. I shifted into I shifted into sixth at 105. So, yeah. So you weren't hitting any rev limiter or anything. No, no, I did have my where I had set the shift lights because instead of a tachometer, it has two shift lights. A shift light you can set for a low shift and a high shift. And so I set the low shift rather conservative like 4500 rpm very fuel savings kind of like green and then i set the high shift at like 7500 or 7000 and i was i waited until the high shift light came on and when the high shift light came on i waited another probably 500 rpm and then i shifted into sixth gear so at no point was i anywhere near the rev limiter at all so it was fun it was a really nice bike to ride and uh, the 900 does pull strong. That's a real strong motor. I'll say that I was all over my rev limiter on my Mana today. Yeah, <laughs> on, your Mana, yeah on your rev limiter. I was all over my <coughs> 180 miles today. You did 180 miles today? Yep. Wow, that's great. Good for you. Dang. All on the Mana. Yeah. Shiftless. I wonder if the microphone is well, picking I up. Shift, the, I actually shifted the, the rock. The beach party at, at yeah. The, yeah, the Clifton Club's having their beach party over there and. You'll hear the sound of the waves lapping on the shore. It's St. Ignatius' uh, prom tonight. Uh, that's St. Oh, Ignatius' that prom? No, no, no. They, they're having their prom tonight. Okay. So they were all down here taking pictures Oh, doing pictures. So, uh, so. Okay. The parents are there getting drunk, I think, right now. Uh, it's funny is <coughs> I've been, you know, we had a shop. Bemoaning their daughter's well, virginity. virginity. My, my, my daughter's going to get plowed tonight. I might as well, too. <laughs> in, nine month, in nine months, we got another mouth to feed. Ah, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, hell. Yeah. Remember when we became a statistic? Yeah. <laughs> Youngest grandparents ever. Oh, great. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's happening tonight my all over Ohio. That place too, so. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. which I hope she's a she's a good person. I hope. Did your but. so your your daughter is having her high school prom tonight? No, she's a junior, but but she's in attendance with a prom. With she's a gone to so many proms because she. I don't know. She's, she's been going to prom since she was in the sixth grade. Yeah. <laughs> she likes, I mean, I guess people like to ask her to go to prom because she's like, she's a friend. You know what we used to say about she's girls like, like <laughs> I, was, I was stepping aside from yeah. making those comments. No, I, don't want, I mean, I have a daughter myself. Nobody else talk about my daughter's vagina. Nobody else. <clears throat> Everyone just seems to want to take her to prom. I don't know what it is. It's like she's doing something special. She's a good dancer. <laughs> 
She's a darn fine dancer, that girl. <laughs> yep, that's exactly it. Your daughter's a sweetheart. I met her. She's yeah, super she's cool. She's very nice. Yeah, she's super cool. She's smart, too. She's. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big high school and I like her already. So. I haven't even met her. Nice. Yeah. I'm, John wants to ask for prom. No, I don't. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. I'll take her to the prom. Uh, my prom, I didn't do so well in high school. I was not attractive or I had no game. And I spent all my time working on old cars, so I didn't have anything to offer those young ladies. Some things, oh. Some things don't change. <laughs> <laughs> Some things don't change. The, uh, but yeah, I went to high school prom with one of my best friends from high school as a girl. And uh, so we went. I love how you had to clarify that. Well, you know, because these days, right? It was actually a, a girl. It was a girl. And so I took, she had a prescription dress. Well, for the prom itself, we took my dad's 1939 Buke Roadmaster limousine. Sweet. So when everybody cool. else had their, like, you know, touch of class rented limousines, you know, the town cars or whatever the hell it was. Because back then, you got to remember, in the 80s, it was kind of a cool thing to show up at prime in a limo. Everybody, you know, regardless of your socioeconomic status, you put your money together and you got, you rented a limo. I don't know why. It's the dumbest thing to rent a limo forever because yeah. you're renting the limo simply to go pick the other kids up get to the prom the limo guys sit out there and smoke cigarettes and drink in the parking lot the <laughs> kids go in trying you know try and sneak drinks try to you know touch each other's nasties and then and then they get back in the limo and it takes them back and drops them off or wherever after prom happens to be i accomplished all those yep well i showed up in the 39 roadmaster limo got some fantastic pictures right <clears throat> it was definitely the coolest car at prom Went to the prom, did the whole dancing thing, and then afterwards we all piled out, and there was a couple of, a, you know, two couples in the in the Roadmaster. Three on the tree. Nice. Straight eight. 19, everything the best 1939 had to offer. And then we went to the after prom at this uh, place called Golden Gate Coliseum. And what that oh. was was basically... It I've was, been there many, many yeah. times. That place was awesome. It was fit. Well, here's what it was. It <clears> wasn't a Coliseum. It was just a big... Bowling alley slash pool hall slash video game parlor, but it had yeah, all the best video place. games. It had, I mean, it was a really cool place to just kind of hang out. They, and they were open real play late nights too. Yeah, and you uh, pay five bucks and you play all the games. We had a night. great time, and I had two Coleman coolers full of every because it was 1987, so I had every flavor of Bartles and James. <laughs> yeah, and Zima. No, you know what? We were never big Zima fans in Wycliffe. Or was that freezing? I don't think we Zima had, was out in the 80s. We had, I think it was, it was a 90s. We had Lynchburg Lemonade. And we had Lynchburg Lemonade. We had basically two giant Coleman coolers full of just like diabetes. God damn. And it was, so we would go back out to the car. Sugary panty melt. It was terrible. We'd go back out to the Buick, drink, drink, drink as much as we could drink, and then run back into the Coliseum. And so our after prom, and that was one of the great things about living in this part of the world, our after prom was at Cedar Point. And oh, Cedar yeah. Point yep. is one Cedar of the Point. greatest places to have an after prom. The roller coaster capital it of is. the world. It is. America's roller coaster. And there's a beer garden every 400 feet. And they, you buy the drinks <laughs> in a giant 32-ounce plastic handle. Yep. Giant. And then you take those out to your car. Cedar Point will still, to this day, let you bring coolers into the park. Yep. So they have no problem you bringing in outside food. 
um, which the is only amazing. The problem is that certain individuals steal all your food now. Well, we had, you know, we had it yeah. pretty well under lock and key. Yeah. It used to be pretty. It used to be better. Back it used to be then, better, I guess. When Jaga Lake was open. Well, because then all the undesirables <laughs> went to Jaga Lake. Because <laughs> the ticket price was about half. <clears throat> right. So uh, yeah, you didn't, they, and Jaga Lake wouldn't let you take the coolers in so much. But the uh, but with the Cedar Point, we would take we'd go buy the souvenir cup. We'd go back to our coolers in the pavilion, fill them up with every kind of jungle juice you could imagine, and then get in line. And the idea was to drink all 32 ounces before you have to get on the ride. So you've never seen so many <laughs> fucked up teenagers. Oh, yeah. And for that one, I didn't take the Buick. I took the 1968 Lincoln Continental. Nice. Suicide doors. Oh, suicide doors, six kids, giant trunk full of booze. And then uh, after Cedar Point... And I think the way we did it was, I think in the morning we went to Mohican Canoe Livery. We did canoeing at Mohican, drunk off our little 16-year-old asses, 17-year-old asses, and then went to Cedar Point, drove drunk the whole way from Mohican to Cedar Point. Not a short drive. Went to the amazement park, fucked ourselves all up at the amazement park, and they kick you out at about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And we got in the parking lot, and I couldn't have driven a nail let alone a goddamn 68 Continental. <laughs> I was a fucking mess. And security came by and saw us in the parking lot, and they were like, are you okay to drive? And I went, no, no, not, not, even, not even a little bit. Thinking about it. Not even remotely. And they said, well, there's those cabins they had. You could, rent, you could rent a cabin and stay the night to rent a cabin. We didn't have cell phones or pagers or any of this shit back in the day. So I just thought, well, I'll be in a lot less trouble if I come home Monday morning fucked up and hung over than I would be if I got a DUI with five of my friends in the car. Or came home dead. Yeah, or yeah, <coughs> come home at all. So at least we had the presence of mind to rent a joint. So we rented a party house for the night. The funny thing was when we bailed out, we still had liquor left over. Wow. You know, and you think teenagers can drink, but teenagers really can't drink. They're not good at it. But it's, uh, so your daughter's on her prom. So where are they going tomorrow for their after prom? No, tomorrow's, tonight's the prom, right? Yeah, then after prom. After prom's tomorrow. And after prom's tonight, she, and then tomorrow's She the... told me, it, was, it sounded pretty cool, but I, I don't even remember because I worked 86 hours and my brain is like mush Your right brain's now. fried. <laughs> Again. So I know that you're a little, sometimes have problems with seasickness. Yes, I do. And I right now am yeah. just fighting the urge not to rock this boat. Just to make Like it's sick. the hammer. Yeah. No, I'm not trying. <laughs> yeah. It's just like kind of natural to me. I just yeah. want to like, uh, rock yeah. the boat. It's like. <laughs> it's easy to rock the boat. It's like yeah. I'm on hey, a swing boat, or something <laughs> like that. Or rock the boat. Don't rock on the a boat, Ferris baby. wheel. I'm like, I'm yeah. trying not to, but yeah. if you find the boat rocking, yeah. just tap like me on the knee and I'll stop. Yeah, about 15 years ago, I couldn't go to Cedar Point anymore without taking a Dramamine because I love roller coasters. I love roller coasters more than most people do, but about 15 or 20 years ago, it hit me that, like, like the that inner ear thing, the yeah. fluid in your ear starts to dry up, and <laughs> I started getting sick on coasters, and then last, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe last October, no, it had to be December, we were at a place called the Bally High in San Diego, and uh, my friend Eric Dutra has this exact same boat. A Catalina. Oh, really? A Catalina. Wow. Yep. He has this exact same boat uh, a couple years earlier docked within a half a mile of the Bally High. So I got carpet bombed, carpet, carpet bombed, carpet bombed, and okay. tile house. Uh, I got carpet bombed by the bartender at the Bally High, got on my motorcycle, shit hammer drunk, made it the half mile to his dock, climbed on a boat, 
with four or five of my friends, laid in the seat where you guys are, this back area, laid down. It was cold as fuck. And I had myself bundled up. <coughs> at least, it, it was as warm as 42. And a, a very cold San Diego night. And within about a half an hour of the boat rocking back and forth and all that alcohol landing in my liver and stuff, I was feeding the fish hard over the starboard side. (laughs) Real bad. And they were all down in the cabin with a little heater going and stuff and listening to cool records and stuff. He's got a record player down there. And they're listening to cool old records down there. And I'm up here, and they're like, hey, Phil, you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm okay. It's okay. It's great. Do you want to come down here? I knew that if you took away my visual perspective of the world, I was going to die. There's no way. Yeah, you can't. It, when you're in that, yeah. in that state, yeah. you can't go below. No. No way, man. You know no how many way. people have puked on this boat? I sure <laughs> a lot. You try to tell them, don't go below. They no. think that go- going below is better, but no. you need a... You need a. You got a visual representation, right. so your ears and eyes can get synced up. Right. Stare it, off into the, the horizon. Yeah. See, that doesn't affect me. I could be... I could sail with my eyes closed, and really? it doesn't make any difference to me. I, yeah. I like the... I like going back and forth. It doesn't yeah. make me sick. I do too. That's why I am making a conscious effort not to try to. Rock I don't know. You I, can do it. I'm uh, if I'm in a rocking chair, I can't stop yeah. rocking. Uh, I have to. Have this to is, do this it. This is the ultimate. Can't stop rocking. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> that is literally Dustin when he's 78 years old. I can't stop rocking. <laughs> hey, who am I? <laughs> who took my pills? <laughs> uh, speaking of rocking. The I've been watching some of these videos by this guy in Germany whose name is Schaff S C H A A F, and he has shut your mouth, shut your Schaff and mouth. <laughs> well, he rides. He's got a camera but rig on his talking helmet. About Schaff. And he rides these beautiful roads. He rides the Stelvio Pass. He rides all around Lake Como. He rides Austrian Snake and all these <clears throat> amazing European roads. Wow! At full attack, <clears throat> like. Full on, full on. And the first time I watched the video, I was like, what kind of bike is he on? Because it sounds a lot like a lawnmower. It's a mid-90s Honda CB500X. Not a bike that we got here, but it's a parallel twin, 500, and it ain't what anybody would call fast. I think he said it's 40 horsepower. That would be the equivalent of like an EX500. Like an EX500 Ninja here, right? Same kind of bike, same looking bike. And he has it loaded with luggage. And his videos he puts together are fantastic. He does a little commentary on them. He does, uh, he'll do a little spot with a selfie stick so he can shoot a picture of him on the bike just to get going. So he can show you he's got a top case on the back. He's got a tank bag. He's carrying what he says is 15 kilos of luggage plus himself. So he's like, I'm in touring heavy mode. Just to remind you. that you said, And then he puts a thing that says, this is a first run. This is my first time on this road. So don't try to steal my lines or don't try to, like, criticize me too badly. This is my first time on this road. I'm just learning. Then after that, he proceeds to grind both sides off of his motorcycle. You can hear it. And embarrass people on leader-class sport bikes for the next, like, 30 minutes or however long (laughs) the video is. And I love watching these videos now. I've become addicted to watching this man ride a motorcycle. And it's turned me on, like... And now that I've seen what he's done, I'm, I'm actually interested in getting a camera for the first time in my life. I've actually <laughs> decided, like, it might be fun to have a camera. He's probably just ridden the shit out of that bike oh, so much. Yeah, he said that bike to him is amazing. He said it's so worn out that he knows it so well that when somebody threw him the keys to, like, a modern Triumph uh, 
speed, not a speed triple, but a, a TT 600. It'd be way too twitchy for him. He said he was riding it and he was typing in the apologies when he was doing the editing. He was like, I got to tell you, I'm sorry, but I'm not used to having a bike that has one amazing brakes and two really good suspension. I'm used to having a bike that fits me like a loose pair of jeans. And he said it, it was kind of fucking my game up having a bike that was tight and right. Fun stuff. And I guess I want to do a little research because they make gimbals now that are very small mm-hmm. that you can get for like Tiny. 99 bucks or something <clears throat> to hook to a GoPro. And I was watching some of the videos that had gimbals. Well, then the, the gimbal is holding the camera steady to the horizon, but the bike is tilting underneath it. Mm-hmm. And that almost isn't as exciting as when the whole horizon is tilting. When the whole horizon is tilting, right. some of the videos that we used to shoot back in the Dragon and stuff with the old VHSC mounted to the tank bag, yeah. those were great because you could see the gauges, and then when the bike would lean over, the whole world would lean over. And you put it on the big screen, you get seasick watching it. Uh, but I think it maybe gyroscopic. He said seasick. Everybody drank from GoPros. And <laughs> yeah, they make all kinds of crazy shit. So you know, I'm not really into it. It's not my thing, but. It sounds to me like it might be kind of fun to, you know, just throw a... And I, I am, I will admit it, I'm starting to think about the security aspect of hang, having a camera on there for somebody, somebody traffic. Tr- somebody tries to fuck with you, somebody runs into you. Yeah, I've had a couple of close calls already this year. And I was like, you know, in retrospect, nothing's ended poorly, but <clears throat> it might be nice to have a camera just looping. And kind of playing, going over. Just in general, like, okay, so winter has ended and now it's spring and everybody's getting out there. So now when you're driving down the street, there's lots of pedestrians. Everybody's like hustling. Everybody's like, everybody's charging into good weather and it's become almost, it's like a pandemonium. It's like, I've never had so many flat tires come into the shop. What do we have today, Dustin? Three or four? Yeah, at least, plus uh, more two phone on, calls. Two on the west side that yeah, I know of. Yeah, just nail hits, man. Everybody's picking up nails and screws and shit. None of that stuff's been cleaned off the, the roads one, yet. The, the kid's young, young kid owns Ninja 600 or whatever, yeah. <clears throat> and he's just, like, pissed at the world. I just put that fucking tire on. That's, we had a Ninja 600 today, too, with a flat tire. does not we care about when you installed the tire. <laughs> yeah. It does suck, you ran but something you know over. It's not your fault. I'm well, sorry. It's not your fault, John, that you picked up a yeah. nail. Wow, I just had a bit of that watermelon shandy, and I can tell you that I'm not sure what that is, but I'm almost positive it's not beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That is a watermelon impressed. beverage of some sort. It does taste watermelony. I mean, as opposed to those ones that I'm drinking. Well, I wonder how many real watermelons went into the making of that. Probably, probably zero. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, better drinking through chemistry. It is better drinking. Yeah, that's true. Fuck. The uh, you okay? <clears throat> so not enough I'm room on this boat for for giant cockers. I'm supposed to maybe go to yeah, I'm stretch a out here. Harley <clears throat> Davidson demo ride towards port out in Medina. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Sunday. <laughs> Ooh, well, it's because Phil think, and I are both. Yeah. On the I think side. you should lend me that V9 bobber <laughs> to go and park it while you take your demo ride and put some cards on it or mm-hmm. something. Like, hey, look at this. Yeah. Thinking about buying a Harley. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't mind going. There's a couple of Harleys. Well, mostly the new Roadster. I'd like to go ride that and see what it's all about. The uh, there's there are very few bikes. We actually have the Triumph 1200, uh, the 120. That uh, Thruxton. Um, I'm interested to ride that. We happen to have one at the shop right now. Just, so yeah, I'm excited. The black one that came in on the west side. Yeah, I'm gonna, or is that the one you're talking? I think about? that's what I'm talking about. So it's I got a flat tire. So I would <coughs> ride it with the Skullnation. You put a plug in it? What? No. The oh, Skullnation Skull MC. Skullnation MC. 
guy I work with. Wow. Yeah. Skull, Skull Nation MC. Interesting. Yeah, I've had some discussions with him about it and everything. Yeah, that's fine. You know, it's gone on for a while and everything. It's just five percent. Skull Nation ain't a one percent club that I ever heard of. <laughs> but he's a really nice guy and everything. Yeah. And it's not what you think. The yeah. name really Three belies eight. what they are and what they do. In five? fact, he's, what do you skim? <laughs> well, strike number two for you. He religious. One of them god people. I, I was. I'm like. I, Kenny, I don't understand why you're having such a hard time getting churches to let you come tour the church when you're called the Skull, Skull Nation. Nation. <laughs> but, okay. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> the mother stabber father rapers. Yeah, we're coming to tour your tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to change the subject here, but has anybody ever been to the haunted house at like Disneyland or Disney World? Yeah. I have not. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, look at that over there. Yeah. What's <laughs> going on? Look, the haunted <laughs> mansion. No, you are literally. We're, yeah. two, we're 200 feet right now away from the Disney's haunted mansion. And the flashing lights in there. I figure they're just watching porn in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. It looks like the, like the lightning in the windows. Yeah, it does. We are in a. We are in a cove. It makes me feel like Scooby Doo, you know. You know, I lived, I lived in this kids. part of the world my whole life, and I have never been down here. And this is beautiful. I love here. it down here. News this sources say that people in uh, I can't remember. <laughs> Come on, man! People, news sources say people in the Middle East can't understand. The Flintstones. Uh, no, but, it's the people in Abu Dhabi. But people, wait, 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 that, wait that's the punchline. Wait, you beat me to the punchline. People in Dubai wouldn't understand the Flintstones. The, Flintstones. the humor in the Flintstones. The, but, but the people in Abu, Abu Dhabi, Dhabi do. do. But Abu yeah. Dhabi do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, that's so much better than You know, you broke it early and you couldn't fix it. <laughs> it never came back. You broke it early and it just never it had a chance in hell of ever coming back. Wow. I tried. I tried so hard to bring that one back. Hey, uh, I got a question for you. I'm looking over at uh, the dock here, and I see two very feeble-looking, like, fishing pole things hovering out over that 18-foot boat, or that 20-foot boat. That holds the, that'll hold the boat off the dock so it doesn't rub. Oh, so it doesn't rub against the dock. Right. Ah, I got gotcha. you. Because they didn't look strong enough to do a damn thing. Because you wouldn't want it to rub one off. Hey. <laughs> Isn't that what the rubber baby buggy boat bumpers are But right for? now it wouldn't matter because the wind's coming from this, from the pushing it off the dock. Yeah, right. So you have to worry about it if the wind's coming from the So south, really so. all that whole rigging does is basically just keep the boat from being blown gently against the dock. So right. it's just not beating against. Right, well, you know, it's like putting a PVC tarp over your motorcycle <coughs> when, you, when you're hauling. Say, it. Yeah, right. Enough, <laughs> enough flaps and it'll burn a hole in the thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. Michael okay, Fresh said it earlier. He said he was going to end up in the water. Step but. on the edge there, because some of these planks. Yeah, are loose I, and you'll flip right nah, they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is, yeah. There's about a four-inch overhang on those beams. No, you'll fall right out. If you're going to step on that thing, step on it deep. Yeah. Yeah. Go deep. Go deep. Go deep, young man. Go deep. The, uh, yeah, I really, uh, yeah, I'm interested to ride that Triumph Thruxton, the new one. So I'm pretty excited mm-hmm. about that. That's pretty cool. The, uh, so what's, uh, what's new with the, the new Thruxton? It's that new water cooled motor. It's the whole thing. <coughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's the whole I haven't thing. I have heard anything about this. It's the whole shoot match. 1200cc water cooled motor. Um, 
redesigned. I mean, it's, re, it's the whole bike is brand new. There's nothing about the bike that's left over from the old one. That sounds yeah. like a V-rod to me. Pair well, of, and speaking of, of V-rods, there's about to be another V-rod in our life. Oh, no. Yeah, every, you know what? We were joking. It's like the cicadas. <laughs> every, every 17 years. <laughs> and I think at, at our shop, I think we get one V-rod a year. And I'm mm. going to pick up our V-rod on Monday. Uh, so, please not east side. Please not. Yes, east we're getting east side. Damn it! Yeah, it's a used bike, so it's going to the east side. So I'm picking up our V rod on on uh, Monday, and it's that V rod muscle. So it's got the super wide tires. Yeah, yeah. it's got the super Funky duper wide tires, all black and LED fender. Yep, yeah. you got it. That's the one. So the one I had, the burgundy colored one that we had that had the. I always fat wanted tire. to paint one of those red. Call mm. my love muscle. Love muscle. Nice. <laughs> the love muscle. The uh, the one that we had a couple of years ago, or maybe last year, it was one of the first years that they did the super wide tire, where it was an option. It was like a kit, and uh, yeah, now the wide tire a, becomes very standard. You know, forty. Yeah, it's very very huge Jeez, and big giant roller. Yeah. And the uh, that one I had in the shop for a while, it was okay. I mean, it was. It wasn't what I would want to ride all the time. The riding position was horrible. But How I'm would hoping... you put the power up against, like, say, you know, one of the Moto Guzzi 1400s? It's probably in the same camp. Right. And the V-Rods are very powerful. And they're very, very powerful bikes. And the last one I had... The first one I had had midship controls, and it was very rideable. The second one I had had forward controls, and it sucked balls. And I think this one I have coming in has forward controls as well. That so. muscle bike really doesn't lend itself to having forward... Uh, no, I would want to have my feet right where they need to be. You know, I'd want to be in that gunfighter position, the feet squarely located under me, so I feel like I'm in charge of things. And, you know, the bar location is a little less relevant, but I just don't like being on a bike that hauls a lot of ass with my feet too far out in front of me. Right. You know, I just don't feel right. I and, never liked forward controls. Well, I and after them. an hour or two of riding, mean, 45 <clears throat> minutes of riding, back of my legs hurt like mad. So, not a big fan of the forward controls. Um, you said you like the 1100 Honda Shadows, right? Yeah, for, I've, I've had a yeah, number of had, them. Yeah. So. A purple and white one came into the shop that Dustin worked on today. And it was an American Classic edition? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, American Classic edition. Somebody either hit it with a car from behind or backed it into the garage wall at 20 miles an hour. One of those two things happened because it has that big scoopy back fender, yeah. that big balanced back fender. Yeah. But on they're supposed to be balanced, and this one's a, a one-ton hoe. This one's wow. a ditch digger. So it used to be. Did you see the amount uh, of bondo? Yeah, holding the holding bag mount. The bag yeah, mount. The left bag mount got shattered. So there's about 18 ounces of pink bondo holding the plastic bag mount together. Not so. Even yeah. So crazy. I mean, that's what JB Weld's for. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, or, or but the guys looking marine systems epoxy with well, fiberglass. Whatever you do, together. paint it black when you're done. Don't leave it bondo pink. You know, there, we <laughs> just have bondo. Pink. Yeah, it was bondo pink. Fleshy. It did look like fleshy. It looked fleshy. That's a good way to put it. It looked fleshy, and it's already cracked. And it's super cracked already. Yeah, at least have the common dignity to paint that shit black, but. The guy wants to off the bike. And, you know, it's one of those things. It's got 30,000 miles on it, but it runs nice. I, re- I took it down the street. I took it for a honk. And it's the... Uh, it's it's the, straight, like the frame and everything. Yeah, it, it's and it, it delivers power beautifully. Like, so yeah, if you're... You don't have to go in the boathouse. And it's a five-speed. What's that? You don't have to do anything, John. Don't fall in. He's going to pee right there and fall in the damn water. <laughs> How deep do you think it is right here? About six feet? 
it's at least because you got how big's your keel? It's four and a half feet. Okay. So yeah, so it's at least well, six feet here. Yeah. What's the draft? I think the draft's about five. So. Yeah. yeah. There's somebody over there in their living room with a, a telescope. <laughs> and they need They'll every need inch it. of it. They need a microscope. They're zooming <laughs> in and they're going, I still can't see nothing. Yep. There's another white guy, peeing in the lake. That's so, it. So in my quest for my vaunted Africa twin, yes. struck out, nobody's got him. Well, of course nobody's got him. Well, they said that they were supposed to be delivered by now. <laughs> yeah, but they said the same thing about yeah. like a lot of different bikes we were supposed to have by now, and that's that's typical. And nobody's <laughs> getting nobody's getting the gray ones. They're all getting those red and black and yeah. white ones. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go below. You can't even get the the red, white, and blue ones either. <laughs> the uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be. I mean, that's one of those ones when they said it was gonna be an April introduction. I think that April starts with another month that starts with A, so it's probably August. Yeah, because we were supposed to get those genuine scooter company 400s in April. They're bringing them out in August. I did get to ride <coughs> on uh, Wednesday. I got to ride the Kimco K pipe. Oh, hey. yes! I got to ride the Kimco K pipe uh, 125. And here's what I will say: the Kimco crack pipe. It, no, it is way better than a Grom. I've ridden enough Groms to make an educated decision, and the Grom, I feel like I stole a child's bike. Groms are no fun stock. I don't know what they can do to them, right. but I rode one stock and it was not impressive at all. Yeah. There's a person on Facebook about that, that a madass, sex madass is right. way more fun. Way more fun. A, a well, Grom doesn't even want to wheelie. Madass sex is Well, really I can fun. assure you that a K-pipe will wheelie, because okay. I've done them. And uh, I you know that. Really anything. Well, you can't yeah. wheelie a Grom. You'd have to, a Grom would take Maybe a lot of... guys on a... On, on pumping a, of clutch. YouTube. On YouTube, and yeah. all they do is ride wheelies. Well, I know, but... Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Yes, if you get on and pin it and go... And I can wheelie my grandpa's rascal scooter. I yeah. wheelie the thing they have at Walmart. <laughs> but, like, the point <laughs> is, it's not... <laughs> they have at Walmart. Yeah, the, the handicap thing that they have for the people there. I wheelie it at 12 o'clock, that bitch. And, uh... Yeah, I had to put it in reverse first. And get it going in reverse, and then go straight to forward drive. And I did get it at 12 o'clock. It made a lot of noise when it came down, too. They're not bolted together very well. Those batteries close no around. At all. <laughs> very, poor, very, very, very poor suspension. Very bad. Yeah. <laughs> but have any suspension? The K pipe was actually fun, and I'm six foot tall. I'm two hundred pounds, and it didn't feel weird under me. Like I can tell you, the Groms feel too small. The Groms, when I'm riding the Grom and I catch the reflection of myself in the window as I'm driving by, I really do look like I stole a child's bike. And the K pipe, yeah, the, the K pipe did feel pretty good. The weird thing is, it's a four speed. Now stick with me because it's a laydown Honda style motor, so it's a motor we're all familiar with, 125 cc version. So up is all the way up. Tick your toe up, 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 up. That's neutral. Okay. Oh, okay. Now pull the clutch in. It has a clutch. Uh -huh. So pull the clutch in and click down first gear. Okay. So now first gear. Now let the clutch all the way out. You would assume at this point you would be going down the road. Not if you haven't given it gas. So if it's in, if you're idling and you click it into first gear and you don't, let, and you let the clutch out, but you don't give it any gas, it'll just sit there. Hey, and then when you get the gas, it goes. Yes. So it's got a, hmm. a semi-auto. It's a semi-auto with a clutch. What is the, the clutch must be controlling the shift clutch then. It must be. And so this is the thing. It's like, if That's you weird. ride it, if you 
It's okay, but okay. in the interest of driver's training, this bike is completely unstallable. So I went down the road right. in first gear. I go a little, I go ten feet right. in first gear, and yeah. then I stop. Do I have to grab the clutch? Mm. No, it won't stall. You can't stall. Okay, so that's a semi-auto. It just has a handle. It has a handle. It's it's have some you can right. do. It's got to have. It does. You it's, can do that same thing with the auto clutch bikes by right. by hitting the shifter. Yeah. If you hold your Halfway. toe half on the shifter, right. it'll it hit it. And it'll you're slip pushing, it, and then you can let go of it and do it. There's, there's a regular clutch pack in right. there. Yeah. That's the shift clutch. And right. then yeah. there's, a, there's a centrifugal. Right. Exactly. And that's what's going on. And so what they it just does, put a handle, they put a handle on that on shift it clutch. So you can override it whenever the hell you want. And what I learned was, okay, obviously in dumb mode. So in dumb mode, I've never ridden a bike before, blah, what am I doing? First of all, I'm shifting down to go to first. That's weird. CL970 right, exactly. the same thing, right? Same way, upside down, yeah. So, And it's a heel-toe shifter, which is completely unnecessary. But yeah. So you you click it down, you don't the let the clutch bike. out, right? And it doesn't stall. I mean, or you let the clutch out, and it doesn't stall. So now you want to go, just twist the grip, and you go. In first what if gear. you don't grab the clutch and you click it into first gear? It doesn't stall. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Okay. It just what goes clunk. It should call it the crack pipe. But it what doesn't about, stall. Can you shift through the gears whenever using the clutch? Yes, but it gives you the same kind of hostile shift that it does on a CT110. So the shift pedal doesn't disengage the clutch Correct. like a CT110. Correct. Now, let's say I'm in first gear and I'm riding a little bit and I, I give it some gas, grab the clutch, and then let go of the clutch. You'll do a wheelie. You'll do a wheelie. Guaranteed. Did a whole bunch of them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Did a whole bunch of them. In fact, did so many of them I felt stupid for after a while. Uh, yeah. Uh, I really, I mean, I tried to figure out, like, how far do I have to wick this bike up to get a, like, dem- on-demand clutch wheelie out of it. And it was pretty fun. The weird thing is getting used to shifting down to go to the higher gear. It's very frustrating. It's not. Oh, it's so stuff. weird. It doesn't, it's not. No. It, <coughs> it's not rollover stuff. It doesn't roll over. No, it doesn't okay. roll over. It goes down to four, and then you got to come back up again. Very good. Now, what I did think was, if you put rear sets on it, the nice thing about that is all you have to do is cut off the front part of the shift lever, mm-hmm. and then put a, a little a pedal on the back oh, yeah. part, the heel part of the shift lever. Or put it on upside down. Can't you just take the shift lever off and rotate like, it? Like and GP? Okay, yeah. Exactly. Just rotate it the other way. It's like, the other it's way. like reverse exactly. GP shift or yeah. whatever. And then it would be a correct shift. Four up. Right, four up. Yeah. So there's your solution is put rear sets on it. With neutral in the basement. Neutral in the basement, four up. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was fun. Uh, it was it was fun. It's got a gear shift indicator that's completely unnecessary. You know, or I'm sorry, a gear position indicator. So one, two, three, four tells you what gears you're in as you go up. Uh, it's not rotary, right? It doesn't no, it's not rotary. rotary. It that's doesn't meet you. Bad. It's not like the Simbas, the original Simbas. <laughs> yeah. You'd shift up to <laughs> you'd shift you up to four and did get yeah. Well, <laughs> the fifth gear was yeah, neutral. Yeah. Right? Fucking George Overdrive. Yeah, so the fifth gear was neutral. <laughs> well, the problem was the fifth gear was neutral, and then the sixth gear was first all over again. And the one place you never want to be at 50 miles an hour is first gear. Yeah, ever. So the rotary transmission was a nightmare. So you never heard that? No, George, George, George Overdrive. Yeah. That's Got easy. 10 four gears and a George Overdrive. Yeah, I used to drive a truck yeah. with 13 triple over. Had two overs and yeah. fucking neutral. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you can't go fast enough going down the hill and 13 You just throw it double, neutral. Put it in neutral. Let that <laughs> bitch coast. Ride. Yeah. Let it coast. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fun. It was a fun little bike. I had a good time riding it. So we made sure we ordered a bunch of them. Uh, and we'll all get so to play with them like when they come. they look like a motorcycle. They do. They look like a very skinny, anemic motorcycle. It looks like I saw the picture of you on it. It almost it reminded me a little bit of the Tomas that has a, yeah. a tank. Yeah, it does. It, looked like it does. A, yeah. It looked like a burly yeah. moped. It's a skinny little bike. It's 
the seating position is really nice. What's it? Sixteen or eighteen inch wheels? I don't know. I didn't it's got measure. Them, good size but they're good size, yeah. It'll stop you like a fiend. <laughs> oh, it's so good for stoppies. The suspension is very firm. I like that about it. I hit several curbs with it, and jumping, you know, aprons. You know, using aprons as lawn ramps was a hoot. It was really fun. It was a good time. So I'm excited to get them. Uh, they're fun, and it looks like they're going to be two grand a piece. Whoa, that's that's very yeah. affordable. Well, that's a good. Yeah. No shit. That's wow. a nice. And ROMs are expensive. Right. Yeah, this is not expensive. So this is half, cheap. That's like half. what? Okay, so this is cheap and cheerful. Okay, so now I'm in fourth gear. Right. Shit. I, am I going to take this on the highway? Probably. No. No. Uh, my maximum velocity <laughs> indicated was 54 Kimco distance units per hour. Okay. So Kimco yeah, distance. adjusted for. I, I didn't put a GPS on it. Right. I didn't put a GPS on it. It felt enthusiastic. I'll say. I'll say that. The Grom. Max speed out of this is somewhere around 50. Yeah, the Grom at 45, it had nothing left to give me. That's what That was yeah. what I was surprised about the Grom. And I was full tuck tailwind, and the Grom gave me 45. Yeah, with a pipe, with like a... Oh, and this thing's... Or something, this thing's... four on a Grom, Yeah, so. yeah. This thing is begging for hop-up shit. Because when you look at the exhaust pipe that comes on, it's skinnier than my thumb and it makes four turns before it hits the muffler <laughs> so this thing is begging for some kind of fun little pipe on it and it sounds uh, like a call to hmf it's very quiet i don't think we need to call hmf i think we can use my mom's pasta machine <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure you can go to home depot a piece of get conduit. the scrawniest pipe bender they have <laughs> yeah and That's you can it, bend yeah. yourself any kind of pipe you want on this thing uh it but looks cool. Too. It is adorable. Yeah, it's adorable. The dashboard is really nice. The dashboard's really kick ass. Uh, so I'm kind of excited to have it around. It, it might be a fun little neighborhood bike to rock around on. And this is the Kimco Kimco K pipe. When do we take shipment? As soon as they can give them to us. They uh, they had a they were a high demand bike. So dealers who ordered them like a year ago are getting them right now. We didn't order them a year ago because, as a result of other lessons I've learned in life, I like to try it before I buy six of them. Nice. And so I, I did. I tried it, and now I'm happy, so I'm going to buy six of them. You finally matured a little bit. I like to say I, I went and looked at a, uh, I went and looked at a warehouse full of motorcycle parts and didn't buy nothing. That's oh, a, was yeah. a, that was your trip Dixie. To, Dixie. Your trip to Dixie. I went to Dixie International in Columbus, Ohio. You didn't come home with Dick. Or C. Or C. Yep. I didn't come home with nothing. Did I came you, back with a bad smell day, in my mouth. The day they laid old Dixie down. Wait, yeah. did you hear that Cleveland's not going to have Dick anymore? What? Dick Goddard yeah, is retiring. He's retired. I didn't think that he would Cleveland's retire. Cleveland's going to lose his dick. It's di- only his Cleve- fucking 75th year I was going to think that Dick Goddard would have got put in a box in Take the middle the of board. a fucking, like seriously, in the middle yeah, of a shit. weather report. He would have just dropped, and you could have just moved him right into a ceremony. Cleveland, no more dick. Drop That's a couple crazy. fucking woolly bears in there. And, <laughs> and away he goes. Chuck <laughs> him in a hole. Local TV celebrity <laughs> newsman, or weather can- weatherman, Dick Goddard. Champion yeah. for the four-footers. Champion yeah, for the four He's a very, he's a four very petite. Oh, animal. he's an animal lover. Yeah, he's an animal lover. They're talking about yeah. size. He's Spain very to your pets. Friends. Have you ever seen him? I, I used to see him all the time at, at uh, Tractor Supply in Medina. Really? He's very. He's like five three, five four. Yeah, he's not a big. Person. A he's a very man. petite man. Yeah, yeah he yeah. he I lives mean, there where I grew up, and we used to trick or treat at his house on Halloween. Get out of oh, here! Oh yeah, because the Goddards I mean, always handed nice. out full size like, candy oh, bars. Well, that would yeah. We would go trade costumes and go back and like get another one. 
man. Cleveland, the days of Dick and Dorothy. Oh, my God. Dick's not Dorothy a Dick. Full time. Dorothy full-time. Dorothy full-time, man. Dorothy old-time? Dorothy old-time. Dorothy full-time, man. Yeah, well, here we lost all of our fucking... Way to, way to turn it into a regional podcast. The, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's okay. Yeah. Just bring up Al Roker. Everyone will right, Everybody okay again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was from Cleveland. I seriously, when I'm looking at some of the... When I'm, I'm looking at a lot of the stuff that I want to do this year and have fun on, it's... A lot of it has to do with some local bike stuff. You know, a lot of it has to do with having fun. Well, I saw you posted the event about the movie night. The movie night, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> the movie night is going to be fun. That's for Thursday night. I don't know when Dustin's going to drop this, but that's going to be Thursday night. Uh, this upcoming Thursday, we're meeting at the new shop, the shop in uh, Cam's Corners. We're going to meet up at 7.30, roll out probably 8 o'clock, go do some fun uh, riding, flatsy kind of downtown like riding. And then Wharf. What? Merwin's Wharf is my suggestion. What is a Merwin's Wharf? Oh, Merwin's Wharf flats. is owned by the Cleveland Metro Parks. Okay. And it's a bar restaurant right on the Cuyahoga it's River. It's this good. is what we're talking about. Nice outdoor yeah. area with an outdoor fireplace. Oh, it's really cool. It's really cool. Maybe we should do a Sunday ride or something to that place. That sounds fun. But right around the corner from there is Brick and Barrel. Yep. Let's do it. <coughs> that, that sounds place like a awesome IPA. I like it. Let's do it. Well, so I mean, that's, get, those sound like get a growler rides. from Brick and Barrel and walk over to Merlin's Walk over to Merlin's Wharf. That sounds yeah. like a good plan. Well, and they even have like a little walk, like a like a boardwalk. You can walk up this way. You oh, can go people down rent to, kayaks and stuff. And There's kayaks. a skateboard park there too. Well, if you want to watch some kids fall down, sure. shred. I love watching people fall down, so that's a good thing. I saw yeah. somebody fall down today. It was <laughs> I had to pretend though that because in my official capacity, I didn't you're want not to, allowed to laugh I, at people when they fall down. It was a yard sale. She had a drink. And it was like, it was like, oh. Did you see? Um, I that is the funny one. The Asian girl that's fallen down, dropped her all of her lunch and everything, and it says, Arigato Obama san. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so that's fun. The uh, so, what are your plans? I know that everybody's very excited about the Republican National Convention coming to Cleveland in July. Nope. I'm leaving. You're leaving. That's your plan. Yep. That's your plan of attack. I don't want anything. To I just do don't with even you. understand why Trump would even come to Cleveland. For the Republican National At this point, it seems like a moot point. It's the worst possible move ever. Yep. It's going to be a shit show. That I did hear on the news today that all the various uh, groups that are protesting, and there's plenty of them, and I'm not going to, this is not a political podcast at all. I'm just saying that an equal number of groups, both pro and anti, have tried to register to protest at the convention. And the city of Cleveland has said, we are going to return these approvals or denials on time we're not intentionally dragging our feet we've agreed to do it within a certain period of time we're going to do it within that period of time well it's become such a big deal that all these groups want to know they want their approval before they buy their plane tickets they want the (laughs) approval before they rent their tour buses they want their approval for this july event to know that they're not going to come here and get shut out just like we are sitting here doing a podcast there's group Thousands of groups sitting yeah. around planning their trip to Cleveland. Right, oh, of course. Right. Republican for pro or con, doesn't matter. The house across the street from me. Yeah, they rented it for fourteen thousand dollars. Okay, so I was with Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. our neighbor <laughs> down I the street. Could rent my house? I live in my motorhome. Lake, Lakewood is <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Uh, my I mean, friend Drew, like he's shit. he's the urban planning in Lakewood. Yes, and he's like Deegan's is rented out for like the whole like they've rented out restaurants in Lakewood. Yeah. That are just base camp that for 
the whole it, group, for the whole thing. Yeah, like twenty four seven, these restaurants they're just going to be open just for, just for the RNC. Yeah. Well, well I was thinking about it because well, yeah. they've already predicted. There are a lot of construction projects right now, road projects that are not done yet. Dustin and I drive yeah. across them every day. Yep. Yeah, of course you can. Especially the West Shore. Like, right. What the hell do so they doing there? We are nowhere really near completion up. on roads that must be completed in time for the RNC. Otherwise, all the people that will be staying outside of the city of Cleveland can't make it into the city of Cleveland. And we have, like, some of our major access ways shut off into the city of Cleveland and out of the city of Cleveland. And if they don't get the construction done, it's going to be a fucking what nightmare. To, uh, <clears throat> I'm doing the podcast. I didn't feel like going over there and lighting yeah. a cigarette. So it is no pretty amazing, though. Like, because yeah. like I work on Lakeside Avenue, which is right in downtown Cleveland. Yeah. And like one day, they ground the road down, and it was like oh, the worst road ever. Like all the manholes yeah. and everything were all we six high. inches high. Yeah. The next day they paved it. It was like it was I've the never seen that road <laughs> project ever. I, I've never seen that happen. Well, we're building a couple of bridges in the city right now that, that are not nearly done yet. <laughs> yeah, they're not nearly looking like bridges at this point. There's some scrambling. I hope yeah. the protesters block scrambling. that one, the one that's got the like a hundred foot gap in the middle. Hundred foot gap in the middle. Yeah. The uh, I want to go. I want to go to Ryder and rent a Mac and just go do some Frogger. Right. I was thinking. <laughs> My that, best estimation too of like the police presence, Cleveland yeah. police presence, is this. Everybody, what I keep hearing is, well, we're not going to have to worry about the RNC itself because Secret Service is going to cover that. Yes, exactly. And then if it really goes to shit, the National Guard will come in. Right. So that's kind of like the city of Cleveland is like, <laughs> yeah. just leave it up to you guys. It's like, fuck it. Well, one of our, else one of our customers, yeah. one of our, a real good customer of ours, that, uh, Eric with uh, CBR 900, oh, yeah. um, he's a police officer in the city of Cleveland. And I said, well, my, my buddy works at Water, and uh, he's like, you know, it doesn't sound like they're getting tasked out a lot. And he goes, oh, we are tasked out to the gills. Wow. He's like, they're already telling us all all vacation is Yeah, suspended. we got that and everything. Like, you can't do anything. You're going to be at work all the time. 12-hour shifts. 12-hour shifts. It's really going to be a monster. And I was thinking, Ooh. I'm going to definitely get set up to be an Uber for that weekend. <laughs> Motorcycle Uber. Motorcycle Uber. Uber. You get through Uber. the traffic. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going to. They won't register a motorcycle. Because a little inside tip. Uber is like kind of finicky about the about way they car? no check it, out. <laughs> check it out they're real finicky so if your car is over a certain number of years old they won't let you do it so i'm going to register my wife's fiat it's brand new right? right so they'll let us do that so i'll register the fiat as an uber but then when they call me because you know traffic's going to be a snarling mess everywhere in the world when they call me because how many people can you really put in a fiat anyway it's kind of one and done so i'm going to call them up and say hey look traffic's fucked up but i got a motorcycle I got a PC 800. You'll be right on the back. We can put your gear in the back of it, and we'll just we'll blaze through all the traffic. And we can be like Uber Mensch Uber, like the best, <laughs> the best Uber ever. <clears throat> and I was also thinking, right now before it gets out of control, create Scuber, which is all scooters. <clears throat> and so you call Scuber, and a guy picks you up on a Vespa and takes you wherever you need to go because Vespas can't be stopped by traffic. Uh, there is you can't. I've been in every part of the world, and the best solution for traffic is a Vespa. Because it's like not only do you navigate through any snarl of traffic or riot or anything, you look very sexy while you're doing it. You know, you put on a big white scarf, you say ciao, and you just blast through the people. Yeah. We should do oil changes and say it's Luber. It's Luber. <laughs> we bring your car in, we give you an oil yeah. change, and then pick you up when you're drunk at the bar. 
from what I've heard, most of the bullshit isn't going to happen until like in the morning, like when yeah. you're trying to get downtown. Yeah. But it's going to be in the evening, like late in the evening, like when you're trying to go home or something like I'm, that. It's I'm only be... concerned because Dustin and I have to drive cross town. Yeah. For the duration of the event. Take 480, man. <laughs> take 480. Might be an idea. Take the take the nine. I'm gonna take your to boat. I'm gonna take your fucking boat. Take the seventy one. I'm gonna grab a boat. Dustin and I will leave Avon Lake in a boat, and we will motor our way to Mo- to Mentor. <laughs> we <laughs> can do that faster. I, at five I, knots. I almost predict that Trump will not show up. Each other. Oh, that would be the best <laughs> fuck you ever. I don't need to show up. Why does he need to show up? Why would yeah. somebody who's being touted as a racist show up to a city who's 50, predominantly black, fifty-three yeah. percent African American? Right. right, right. I got you. And yeah. it, and you talk with any African American, any black dude that I know, is right. like fuck Trump. Right. Of course, <laughs> so yeah. why right. would you show up in this right. city? This yeah. is the worst possible city. We, they don't. Nobody wants him here. Well, it's a weird scene, man. It's a very weird scene. The uh, the T-shirts are all out that say Cleveland. It's going to be a riot. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing goes around. I've seen the posters and the banners already. So I think that as a city, I think that we're all kind of like, some of us are kind of strangely looking forward to it. Just like, well, let's put a fence around A good Cleveland friend of mine told it. me that, hey, this could put Cleveland on the map. This will put Cleveland <laughs> oh, on the map. Because, <clears throat> you know, the only way Cleveland ever gets on the map is when our river burns. Right. <laughs> it's not good stuff. <laughs> when the you know, river burns. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The mayor chokes at a diner. When right. <laughs> they're, also, they're also filming Fast and Furious 8 or something right now, like that. So the other day, Dustin and I were traveling across town, and we saw I saw a car hauler with all kinds of like speedy cars on it. Yeah. It turns out those are the cars for Fast and Furious. Oh, get out. Because then I saw okay. some pictures today for Fast and Furious 8, and they were the same cars. And uh, I was like, well, that's where those cars were going. Is They were all going to filming. So they shut down a lot of roads in Cleveland today to film the Fast and Furious. I was talking with and a couple of the painters, and they've been painting all the fire hydrants as part of getting ready for the RNC. And he, he's like, I started painting this fire hydrant, and it moved. And explained it's silver and black here. For, and, the, and this lady runs up and he's like, "That's one of our props. That's no, a dude, prop." He's like, "I just, it's a fire hydrant. I was painting." It's my it. job to paint fire hydrants. <laughs> the plastic yeah. ones too. But you know what's so sad about this town? They couldn't care less about the people who live in Cleveland. Right. They do all this work just for the RNC. Well, yeah. I mean, that's and the, they, the they, ultimate sad irony that. is that that we're we're fixing up town for a bunch of people who don't live here. So you know, it's it's weird. I'm glad to have the income. You know, I'm thrilled yeah. to have the the infusion of the cash to our city because we desperately need it. You but, know, I I was looking at you know on my commute to work. I'm like, Cleveland's actually kind of cool. It's a nice city. I it's mean, a great city. Downtown, but no. once again, you know, Bob the bridge builder. Nope. But fuck one sheep. You know. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. That's exactly what this town is. I mean, it's all about. Oh yeah, well the river's on fire. Mistake on the lake and everything else. We're like, well no, it's a really nice. I mean, look where we're sitting. Yeah. I know you. They yeah. don't develop the lakefront the way they should, though. There should be more public access, but it's mostly... Yeah, it's mostly corporate. It's yeah. mostly an airport. Yeah. <laughs> it's an airport nobody uses. And a school that's abandoned. And a school that's totally abandoned. And an old... Uh, what's that? Puffer Belly? What's that... Uh, What's that restaurant that just sits there, that floating restaurant? Oh, the floating restaurant, Hobnobbers? That's, that's out of horn, business. Hornblowers? Hornblowers. Hornblowers. Yeah. The floating yeah. restaurant. And the crab shack that's out of business. Yep, that's out of business. The of the, right. and, and an old freighter. Yep, an old-ass freighter. The, uh, <laughs> and a submarine. Yeah, and yeah. a submarine. Yeah, and it's really, it's, it's all prime, just waiting for somebody to come in with a good idea. USS Cobb is cool, though. The, uh, the funny thing is we have Aviation High School, one of the coolest high schools ever in the planet. It's Aviation High School. How forward-thinking that cool. is. And it looks like a plane, like the architecture's gorgeous of this high school. It's 
beautiful building. It's been vacant my entire life. I have not one day in my entire existence seen a human being going to that building. When, when I was in high school, I wanted yeah. to go there so badly. Right. And so they have those tours, so I mm. got to go on a tour. Wow. It's right before they shut it down when the director got on the second floor and blew his brains out. <gasps> oh, jeez. Well, oh, wait, <clears throat> that, he was in the tower. He was in the tower he and shot himself yeah. in the tower. Yeah, yeah. he killed I himself that. in yeah. that place. But it was very cool. They had, uh, they had uh, everything you could know or learn about like Aviation. avionics, yeah. uh, hydraulics, right. everything, and they taught you everything. And when you got out of that high school, right. you could go right to uh, Eastern. Go or work or for you, Boeing you know, or wherever, yeah, yeah. whatever. Oh, right. and, yeah. wow. and it was wow. really good. What a great idea, huh? And I wanted to go. Imagine there, that didn't catch on. Yeah, didn't let me. Well, I mean, because it was too, you know. Well, it doesn't matter. By the time, by the time I could even notice the place, it was already locked up, and <laughs> it's been nothing but an eyesore for the past so. twenty years. So. So what a shame! So it's spring. What kind of motorcycles have you seen out on the road? Anything interesting? Oh my goodness! Today I saw a guy, and I might be the kid who tunes mopeds. <clears throat> yeah. And he was on a Pook MK2. Yeah. But he had two wooden side bags, uh, saddlebags on everything, and he was getting ready to get on the shoreway. He was coming what? off of like lake, and yeah. he was like getting ready to get on the shore. On a moped? On yeah. a now moped. You can go on. It's only oh yeah, it's only 35 now. now. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's open game on the shoreway mm. now. But I'll bet you if it was a tuned Pook Mark II, it could probably go 55 or 60. The uh, They're not they're not slow mopeds. The Oh, you talk about a fast bike. Uh, the Vespa GTS 300 Supersport. Okay. It is a very speedy scooter. Uh, very speedy scooter. And I that um, the Piaggio X9 that I brought over to your guys' shop that needs to have the fuel injector cleaned desperately. But I rode that over, so the fuel injector's dirty, but it'll eventually get up there. I had it going 104 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. So there are Ooh. some speedy scooters in the world. So I know? saw a good technique for cleaning fuel injectors Yeah. that involved using, like, a you know, the syringe that you use to give a child medicine. Yeah. Yeah. So you pop that apart, and you take your fuel injector out. You get the plug, which is a very standard plug for the fuel injector. Okay. Hook it up to a battery with right. a momentary switch. Okay, so you can squirt. So then you, the fuel injector will fit perfectly inside that syringe. No the fat way. end, and in the skinny end, right. uh, uh, the little red straw from a tube of carb cleaner, from a can of carb cleaner, yes. goes in the other end. A noodle. So yeah. you hook it up to the battery, you hit the carb cleaner, you hit the momentary switch, and it, and it back blows... Get car out of cleaner here. through the fuel injector. Then flip it around the other way. Really? And you can do it the other way. That's just, a genius idea. You just do that a few times and it'll clean It'll clean fuel. your fuel injector out. We might have to try that on that X9. <laughs> the X9 has a is a biblically clogged fuel injector. The last time that bike ran correctly. That was my tech tip. I haven't come up with that. That's a damn good tech time. tip. That was a damn good tech tip. Right. Yeah, that bike has been that bike's been unloved for about two years. So well, we like to say that a fuel injected bike can sit for a long time, but there's a there's a limit. Point. There's a limit. There's a limit to anything. <laughs> so when chunks start showing, yeah, it was. There's definitely a limit <clears throat> to things, and that that bike has hit the limit. Because it's funny, because you, you get on the. I finally got to the point where I got enough new gas. It's either moving that, or you it. can try to run it on lacquer thinner for a while. Oh, I never thought about that. But <laughs> what I did think about though was I got it. I got all the old fuel out of it. I got new gas in it. Battery and everything's okay. Got it started, and I got to the point where it would sit and chug and idle and warm up. And it would warm up real good, but then as soon as I'd go out to ride it, it was just everywhere but good. What was the smell like coming out of the... Not place? awesome. <laughs> Not awesome. It was pretty bad. And they, uh, But it is one of those things, like most fuel-injected bikes, that's kind of the magic of fuel injection is 
It's not going to give you sprightly acceleration, but if you find the sweet spot, yeah. it'll it'll blah, 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 it'll chug PSI its way up there. Fuel pressure usually cures most You're, problems. Yeah, right. So that's why I brought it over. So <laughs> you guys can you guys can attack it with much enthusiasm and make it all clean and sparkly and fresh and make it go fast. Again. Make it work. Yeah, yeah. Make it well, really make you, it That's stop. one of those bikes. If you ever are looking at a if you're ever looking at a 500 cc Piaggio product or an Aprilia product, the scooters. They had a bit of an issue with the uh, water pump seal. And the water pump seals on them, if a bike didn't get a lot of miles put on it, because they were essentially lubricated and uh, bathed in the coolant, that old coolant, which has a lot of water in it, will degrade the shaft, the impeller shaft that goes through the seal. It'll get pitted, and when it gets pitted, it fucks up the seal, and water starts leaking out of it. Coolant starts leaking out of it. The... to do the job correctly is about a three-hour, four-hour job. The kit for the shaft, the impeller, and the seals about around a hundred bucks. And it has two bearings too. Yeah, two bearings exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's not an easy job, but it does happen if you're looking at an older 500cc scooter that happens to be of Italian origin. You may want to look for you know little signs of coolant leakages on the floor because they have a weep hole. So they have a weep hole in the impeller cover. And run the bike for a few minutes, run it for five or ten minutes, and shut it off, and see if it starts weeping out that weep hole. Because have the fuel pump recall. A lot of them well, did the, the little tube between the yeah. fuel filter between the, the fuel, fuel filter and the fuel pump. A lot of them had that recall. So did a lot of the Vespa 250s. Because I did a gajillion of those when yeah, I was you did. wrenching, and then I even you know second generation mm-hmm. where the ones that had been. Yeah. Retightened up, yeah. then they had started to actually have too. the tube yeah. fill replaced. They were built of a type of plastic that didn't work well with our ethanol, and then the plastic between the filter and the pump would fail. And uh, they would, when they'd get under pressure, well, they the would blow out. The early versions actually had like a, 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 well, not rubber hose, but whatever, the, yeah. ne- not neoprene, what do they call it? Not Kydex. Zytel know. nylon or no? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, fuel line. Fuel line, Just yeah. a, you know, flex it. Later on, they came out with the actual plastic, plastic line, which one, yeah. cured probably most right. of those problems with pressure. Yeah, and I experienced that when I broke down <coughs> in Indiana. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, my my uh, uh, five, BV500. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, went to, I was in a rock, I rode to Rockford, Illinois. Yeah. And on my way back, I stopped at Three Floyds Brewing Company to pick mm-hmm. up some zombie dust. Right. I got back on the Indiana Turnpike. Yeah. And I'm like, and I thought to myself, this bike is running the best it's ever run. Oh shit! And that's I, a bad sign. I passed. I passed a rest area three miles after I passed that rest area. My, uh, the thing just died. It's amazing how good things run just before right. they fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I pushed it back up the freeway. Oh, three fuck. miles. Oh, <laughs> fuck! And I it was like the hottest day of the year. Did you not and have all, a cell phone? I had no water. Oh god! I had nothing. I had two bo- two growlers of zombie dust. Be- yeah, and I'm thinking <laughs> I'm gonna drink this because I'm so freaking yeah. Thirsty. Well, but you're then, dehydrated. Yeah. I said as soon as I crack that thing open, the police are gonna show right up. <laughs> That's it. And drag you're me not down. Driving, so, I mean, sir, <laughs> I couldn't possibly drive because the bike is broken. So I did everything. I took it apart. I took it apart the whole fuel. I mean, yeah. I took it apart because I always carry tools with me. Yeah. And I, I was, it would kick, kind of run, yeah. and then die. Well, yeah, because it's getting a whole lot of air where there should be gasoline. Right. Yeah. Trying to. Yeah. So, I could have fixed that in 15 minutes. Right. On a good day. Yeah, on a good I'm day. trying to win. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know. I didn't know because it had to be, it had to be, it was a recall or something. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it affected a lot of those bikes. 
and it was purely they got it down to the point where they could just tell you by looking at the top of the fuel pump which fuel pumps were <clears throat> subject to the failure yeah. there was a lot of them and it really was so my kid picked me up I, I slept on that bike I put my coat I had my top box on yeah I slept on, on the, the bike, bike. Wow. because every time I went they had a McDonald's at yeah. their place every time I would go and they closed my se- they closed the section until I couldn't sit anywhere <laughs> Jesus Christ that's oh, bullshit man. yeah that's no fun that's no fun at all Got to make a Stella go real fast today with a sidecar on it. Really? <laughs> Dustin put a performance pipe on a Stella sidecar rig. No other mods, you know, just the performance pipe. Uh, that's pretty much it. But getting that catalytic converter off there really helps them out a lot. And then the other Stella mods, like get rid of the pre-filter and stuff. When you say performance pipe, which particular one? Was oh, it Cedo Plus? Actually, or? no, it wasn't. I usually, I'm a big fan of the Cedo Plus. They work great, legendary. You know, we know them, we love them. We tried this new pipe from Scooter Works called a zombie hamper. Ro- no, it's not. A, it's not the zombie killer. It's the. Uh, <coughs> it was just they call it their sport pipe or something. But all it is is a regular stock Vespa pipe. It's the regular stock can, no cat. They just cut it in half. They take all the baffles out of the fucker and weld it back together again. Straight pipe. It's just a chamber. Chamber. It's not even a good chamber. It's a bad chamber. But it was exactly what this bike needed because the owner didn't want it to be <clears> loud. And so this is virtually not louder than a standard exhaust, but with the lack of the catalytic converter and the lack of the baffling inside, it, it does breathe better. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I was, we're teetering right on the edge of needing one more number in the jet, like one more jet. I'd get into that healthy, nice two-stroke over rev. Mm-hmm. But by the same token, this is an older woman who owns it. Mm-hmm. She wants more power for hills and authority, but she doesn't need to go real fast. Mm-hmm. So I'm debating whether or not we'll see how lean it runs. On existing jetting, but yeah, it's uh, but it was fun to go out and rip it. I was going 55 miles an hour with the sidecar on. Ooh, wow, that's a pretty good clip, yeah, for a Stella yeah, with the sidecar on. Man, so. I don't even and, like getting into second gear with the sidecar on. <laughs> was that on God, was that on three wheels or two wheels? That was on three wheels for most of it. <laughs> for most of it, the, the making the turn in the park, I didn't have any, I didn't have any meat in the can, so. When I made the turn into the parking lot, it was definitely two wheels. Yeah. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you can't ride a sidecar without meeting the can. Yeah. I was ripping through the park. The on your day Ural? On the Ural, And yeah. that was, I mean, I'm getting to the point where I I must look ridiculous because I like to doing all the leans. I yeah. lean in over the yeah. car. I lean in out over the car. That's it's, the way you drive a rig. It man. is so fun, though. Yeah. That's the way you drive a rig. You're your own monkey. Yeah, you say, you're, you're your own monkey. Get yourself yeah. a monkey. The good yeah. news about the Urals is the sidecars do way more than the planet Earth. So they're built out of very strong railroad steel. He's I had a bunch of strong like bull. I, I, was at, I was doing a state sailing this this week, so yeah. they had um, they had all these albums. They were selling for like box sets of 1920s flapper music. Whoa! So, I don't know why I just got it. I, I used to play it in like a big band. Yeah. And so I, I bought all this music and I had it stacked on the seat. Really? And then I bought a. They had a. They had other like crap, but it weighed it down just yeah. enough that it was. It was. I could just see you when on like a 1920s uh, phonograph. Yeah. In, the in, the, in the sidecar, <laughs> yeah. spinning like, yeah, that's the radio. Yeah. That would be, you have to crank that, that would literally be. <laughs> Reach over and crank it. <laughs> crank it, cat. Crank it. Yeah. That's uh, that is exactly the Steve Hoffert version of road tunes. <laughs> you got an iPod and MP3 player? No, 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 no. I got the uh, I got the old uh, Wurlitzer over here. The Victrola. Yes. yes. Okay, so I so I will suggest. Yeah. Count Basie jumping at the woodside. Yeah, jumping at the yep. woodside. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's a great song. That's a great song. The uh, 
that like running around in a sidecar rig is the silliest damn thing ever. <laughs> and until you've had one and driven one for a while and really got the experience, you haven't been a fully fleshed out motorcyclist. Like, and I'm always, I know it's a stupid guilty pleasure. Like I love it. I, <laughs> I wear my, I have a tassel jacket. Yeah. Seven, I have a 70s, 70s tassel, tassel jacket. jacket. Oh my I God. Wear that. Oh my for God. I want, know what I want to do though is I want to smoke a cigar. While you're riding the sidecar. I was thinking deerstalker pipe. Yeah. Yeah. There was a kid that used to ride down my street. Big old Meerschaum pipe and a deerstalker hat. He had the Euro military version, which was like kind of camel. Camel, and it had he always he had a German Shepherd, so he looked Mm. like pretty the part, like riding around with his Euro with his German Shepherd German Shepherd and his MG34 machine gun. And and just just huge stars of David down the whole side. Because, <laughs> oh, you know, hey, the uh, it's it's really fun to ride a sidecar rig. It's silly fun. And they're not, I mean, they're not as practical as you think they'd be. They're as wide as a car in most cases. I just, right. like, you, if I wanted a sidecar, I'd want, like, the flatbed sidecar so you yeah. could, like, haul another motorcycle on I'm it. I'm going to eventually build one, yeah. Or, I'm eventually going like, to put... What I want to do is I want to do a side, the folding sidecar for my KLR. Okay. That's what I want. I want that military folding sidecar for the KLR so you can store the Stay bike with the, the sidecar stowed in the up position so it's still narrow. But then when you want to go on the road, you fold the sidecar down. It's got a knobby tire on it. It's basically a deck so a guy can stand yeah. with... Uh, Some of them aren't yeah. necessarily screwed down. Is what, where we're, we're, is what we've heard. Is, is good. But yeah, I mean, yeah. there's the great picture of the guy standing on one with an M60 mounted to it, and he's like doing anti-aircraft shenanigans with it. Nice. And to me, it's just a flat deck. All aboard! Yeah, there you go. You're pulling into the station now. We believe in you. Oh, great. That's the point where all hell breaks loose. What? I got one foot on the boat and one foot on the dock. <laughs> John, you You're put doing pants the John Claude Van Damme. And you put pants on. It was fucking cold, dude. Aww. It did. Yeah, I got my yeah. jacket, I got pants, I got my hat that doesn't have holes that the wind can blow through. <laughs> I got my hood up. Like yeah, a true yeah, mariner cold. now. It's chilly down here. It's still May. I mean, we're not in we're not in June yet. Yeah. It's still winter in Cleveland. It is still winter in Cleveland. <laughs> sure. Yeah. John, we're we're Johnny an hour Pepp- fifteen. If you're, we're an hour fifteen. Yeah, well, I think this was a damn good it. boat. Cast. John Pepperberry. It was very relaxing. <laughs> it was. It was Arr. just like wow. uh, we were talking about the fireside chats. Yeah. This is another one that's just very relaxing. The dockside yeah, chats. The dockside chats. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. I like the way this works out. Uh, Special note: We were all supposed to wear shoes that did not have black soles. Yeah, we were, we were told to wear deck shoes today. Deck shoes. Yeah, boat not shoes. Me. I can't wait to actually take this boat out in the water. That could be fun. We will, but the northeasterly winds kind of... When I pulled down to the bottom of the hill here and I saw the chop, I was like, we're not going anywhere. No. Because I called called Phil today and I said, hey, you know, I'm looking at the the wind charts and we're going to have... It's going to be choppy out there tonight. The the NOAA weather report. uh, The guy that went out on the 35-foot sea ray with all his canvas on. So he had his full <clears throat> canvas on his cabin, everything. He rolled out like there. He, he went like a out, pop-up. He took a taste of the lake and turned around and came home. Yeah. Yeah. And he's on a 35-foot fucking sea ray. <laughs> and he was like, nope, going home. Not the this, is the worst, uh, this is the worst one you could have on Lake Erie because it kicks up all the... De- like there's submerged wood, like uh, oh, really? waterlogged wood and yeah. all this debris. I mean, and just here in the, the marina... Wind's always coming out of the... Northwest right. or the south. Right. South is the best for for everybody because the the lake is flat, but the winds normally come out of the northwest, and so 
all that submerged stuff is just just down hanging around and not you don't it's kind of underwater yeah you can't see it when the wind shifts it kicks up all this the sediment and yeah. it kicks up all these deadheads and you have these you have trees that are floating in the water that you can't see especially at night Jesus that you could hit and you could just rip your hull right over well that so. sounds like a terrible experience <laughs> yet another reason I don't own a boat because I didn't know about that and I would find out about it the most expensive way possible <laughs> That's why I'm allowed but to rent boat boats anywhere I go. We've lost all hands, though. <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. I'm absolutely convinced that you know the right way to the right way to enjoy boating is one credit card swipe at a time. <laughs> Just like or yeah, somebody else's on boat. somebody else's. <laughs> yes. So there's a there's yeah. a $500 deposit on this, no problem. Oh, we're gonna hit your card for two thousand dollars, and we're gonna let you take out this ridiculously cool boat. You just Sweet. go. You go ahead and do that. Fucking a, got the insurance. Because <laughs> I could have you a, put it on. Right. Yeah. You bet your ass I'm putting it on, because I could have the greatest story ever about the time I sank a magnificent piece of crap. Like <laughs> Aquatrax. Oh, it'd be pretty, great. The Aquatrax yeah. story about that. Oh uh, Unfortunately, that wasn't a rented <laughs> one. Yeah. No, that thing was that thing fucked me over. But I did get my money back ultimately. But yeah, but that is one of those things. Like yeah, but people are like, well, you know, there's a there's a twenty six dollar a day unconditional liability waiver. Yes, please. Can I get two of those oh, yeah. for the boat I'm gonna hit? <laughs> Most definitely. I'd like one for the boat I'm riding and the boat I'm gonna run into. Yeah, but it is fun. I'm glad we got to do this. This is really cool. Yeah, it was good times. Yeah, this is good times. Yeah. So I gotta ask you. I noticed on every sailboat that there's this very, very silly-looking railing that is basically just like a it's safety a, line. Okay, it's like this wire is, rope. Right? This is basically just like clothesline <coughs> on some two-foot vertical stanchions going the whole way around his boat. On my most behaved day, that wouldn't keep me from falling anywhere. Like seriously. <laughs> And there's no thought in my mind that I could grab this wire rope at any point and use it to hold any part of my body from going in the water because I see what it's bolted into. It's got like a two inch by three inch plate being screwed and bolted into some fiberglass. <laughs> no, but there's, there's there are metal plates underneath, underneath sandwiching it to, the fiberglass. Yeah, to, to give it more surface area. So that just means I'm going to break a bigger You're hole in the fiberglass. You're actually supposed to hang off True. of that and stand on the side of the boat when it's tipped over. My ass. No way. No way. I'm going to tell you right now, that is not made out of anything thick enough to hold my ass hanging off of that. That's yeah. your last resort. That is not Those playground rating. It's your last resort. Yeah. Well, you know what? A lot of boats don't even have them. Yeah. And they don't have the pul- Those things are called, that's called a uh, stern pulpit. And then, <clears> a bow pulpit. Bow rail. Pulpit. Yeah. yeah. But, but, uh, because I saw Titanic, and me and What's-Her-Face could not stand out on that thing and be like, I'm top of the world, Ma. Yeah, no, I'm going none of that. for it. No, you're going to go for it? Really? You're going to become our our, our masthead, our maidenhead, or whatever they call that? Yeah. Yeah, because that does not look even close to being able to catch me if I'm falling. Like, all that's a bad idea. All that is just like a suggestion of like, look, we're nautical. We got ropes and shit going everywhere. 
Yeah. Lines. Pretty much it. Pretty much it. <laughs> so the idea is you grab hold of that, yeah, and half the things will break off. But if you hold on tight enough, you'll still be. Oh, I'll be dragging behind the boat. Well, that's the idea. You'll still stay. So it gives you something to hold on to. It's a breakaway guy. Before you fall in the water, so you have something to hang on to. So at least they can be like. Where's Phil? Oh, well, we lost six feet of this rope on the side of the boat. Let's look behind the boat. Oh, yeah, he's hooked up to that rope. He's killing me. Fortunately, fortunately, he was, fortunately got tangled around his foot, so at least we have the body. Yeah. We would not We would have hated to lose him and waste all the Coast Guard's time. Yeah. We know right where his corpse is. Thermal imagers. Yeah. Fuck that. Hoist the mainsail. No, Swap the poop deck. Nothing. <laughs> Poop yeah. on the swap deck. Giggity. None of this. Poop the mainsail. Yeah. None of it is. None of it makes any sense to me. You have ropes going in 26 different directions. Do you have a bell on, on this, this thing? thing? Ring the bell. Ring yeah. the bell. Every time he says rope, ding. <laughs> what kind of a yeah. boat doesn't have I'm a sorry, Phil. Those are lines. <laughs> those aren't ropes. Every those are lines. Rope, you have to drink. It's kind of yeah. like saying, I, I just did a rope of cocaine. I just did a rope of cocaine. <laughs> no, sir, this is a nautical vessel. Those are lines of cocaine. Yeah, there's really, like, I'm looking at this right now, and there's just 16 different levels of confusion. There are little turn, like, there's little um, blocks and tackles. <clears throat> tackles and blocks. Tackles which being are, blocked. That's the throttle right there you're touching. This is the throttle? It's called the main sheet. This is, Okay. Yeah, that that line, that rope. Yeah. <laughs> I used to date a girl had one of these above her bed, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. but that's yeah. actually that's what is considered your throttle. Your throttle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Guess what? Another reason I'm not in a boat. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it right there. All right. Well, let's wrap up this high seas nautical podcast. High seas, aka Lake Erie. Still tied to the dock. Still 100 tied to the dock. <laughs> we have not left. Still 100. percent yeah, we've not gotten more than five feet away from this dock in this entire podcast. Yeah. And that's just the rear. And honestly, five feet away from the dock, and I'm already feeling not so good about myself. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. The, the, um, that's why I'm the one sitting almost closest to the Honda motor, because that gives me a glimmer of hope. I look at that, and it's something I can comprehend, and I can go like, that I can figure out. There is a piston in there. Well, and yeah, and what I think is like, this isn't one of the greatest sailboats ever. It's one of the worst motorboats ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is just literally a five-horsepower suggestion of a boat. Yeah. This is literally like farting in the tub at my house. There's very little thrust coming out of this. This is not awesome. Yeah. It's just like a big dude riding a Honda 50. Yeah. Right. How many cc's are in a five-horsepower Honda I have no clue. No. It's big, I'll give you that. It looks heavy. It looks like it weighs as much as a PA-50. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen uh, the 75-horsepower Johnson that lived in my basement for years. It was like got, three stories tall. And then got scrapped. Yeah, it was a six-cylinder, two-stroke yeah. vertical. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love all those videos from the 50s and 60s where they're running these Merc cruisers that are like seven feet tall, <laughs> pulling like three girls on skis. Uh, yeah. A stacked eight-cylinder. Yeah. The SeaWorld. Yeah. The SeaWorld. <laughs> thrill show and you're like that is a pumpkin seed with an eight cylinder two-stroke vertical motor behind it well done you 
Well done. Because the second that thing goes sideways, I just see a big Vegematic attacking women. <laughs> I just see three women on ropes getting sucked into an eviscerator. <laughs> on ropes. Those might be ropes. Yeah. Bitches be on The macerator. Yeah. I watched, I watched that Belinda Carlisle Go-Go's video so many times with them water skiing and everything else. They're just like, yeah, man, yeah. Yeah, they're looking cool and stuff, but that boat's doing all the heavy lifting. And at any moment, that boat could turn tail and fuck them all over. Yeah. That's, seven, a, new, that's a new one, yeah. I'd imagine. Yeah. But it's around the same. 7.8 7. cubic inches. 7.8 cubic inches. Cc. I was thinking 125 125, yep. So, yeah, not quite a buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that's the solution to all life's problems. You should just... build a paddle wheel off the back of this. <laughs> a paddle wheel? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. We're already on a sailboat. Are you trying to find out ways to make it more primitive? Why don't we use steam? You know what? You <laughs> slaves <laughs> and oars. We have a steam-powered outboard. I want. Steam I just want an outboard. Oars out! I just want a galleon. Just, yeah, just. I just... want to sit in back with the drum. Exactly. Doom. 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 Well, everyone's give rose. me like eight. Little tan <coughs> people pulling for their lives. Yeah. <laughs> Put your backs into it. You know what I can tell you about that? Faster than this. Faster than this. Put your backs into it. I watched Hawaii Five O. They were moving out. Yeah. Those long boats and shit. Those Hawaii Five O guys. They were moving. They do that down on the Cuyahoga River. They yeah. Have, they actually they do. Have crewing, down there. Yeah. teams. Yeah. yeah. Rowing crews. But they're doing like the Hawaiian boats. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Row, Dano. Row. Yeah. I would get a powerboat and chase behind him with a lit match, threatening to throw it in the water. Look at you, look at you, Mister Urban fucking dwelling fucking hipster. I'm gonna throw this match in the Cuyahoga River and and see how fucking cool you think it is to go fucking paddling your boat around goddamn Cuyahoga. Yeah, the days of oil, open trench oil pipelines are over. Yeah, now. they're kind of done. Yeah, we're not gonna burn the river down anytime soon. Yeah, it's all cool. All right, guys. Well, on that, remember to drive fast and take chances. Sail fast. Boat, 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 bo